Today is uh, June 1st, 2019. Welcome to the second uh, official episode of the Weekend Watch Party podcast. Uh, the two previous ones we did were our Game of Thrones wrap-up, and then uh, we did a all-wrestling uh, podcast talk last week. Uh, so check those out as well, too. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little wrestling. Uh, we're going to go over Johnny Moxley's podcast that blew up the wrestling world. Uh, we're going to go into the boxing match tonight and also big breaking boxing news that happened last night regarding a uh, big impact on the fight tonight as well. And then we're going to do a UFC preview coming up for next week. Uh, I got Jordan joining me today and Ark as well too. The boys back from Florida. Yes. Sunshine, yes. The sunshine's the sunshine state. The sunshine state, baby. The state that seems to never get it right for some reason. I don't know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's America's pit stain. Doing all right. Yeah. yeah ready to, Ready to talk some wrestling. we got a lot of good topics to get to. The wrestling world has turned upside down after uh, this past week with John Moxley. So, uh, Yeah, that's good. perfect. Real quick, before we start, I want to do a shout-out. Of course, we're all big Game of Thrones fans. I want to uh, send good thoughts to uh, Kit Harrington, who played Jon Snow on Game of Thrones. Uh, entered rehab this week for alcohol and uh, stress and uh, maybe some depression as well, too. Mental health is a big, big issue in the country. And, uh, you know, we're hoping uh, good recovery from him and he comes back strong. So uh, let's talk, boys. Yeah, I know. Uh, Art, talk about it, man. WWE, that's, that's your company, man. Let's <laughs> well, tonight we got a big show. We got a UFC TakeOver 25, which originally was supposed to be in Saudi Arabia, according to the dirt sheet. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, wait, wait, what? Wait, wait. The NXT was supposed to be in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I read a lot. It was supposed to be in Saudi Arabia, and then they switched it, I guess. Uh, where is the, show, the show, Where's the show today? Is it in Texas? I think or? it's in Connecticut. Oh, it's in, oh, yeah, it's in Hartford. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah Wait a minute. A big... So what? how much did Saudi Arabia, like, how much did Vince deal with them, man? Like, how much money is getting cut here? NXT shows, WWE yeah. shows, but uh, still no still no women's wrestling, though. It's so strange. Yeah. yeah. It's just That's just <laughs> the dirt sheet, though. That, that's uh, Meltzer talking. Meltzer, we're coming for you. We're coming for your spot, Meltzer. Know <laughs> that, okay? We're coming for you. So uh, he said he, he, he liked to report that uh, WWE was in Saudi Arabia for NXT, that that was the original plan, but it got changed, and they decided to go to Hartford. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, who, who can believe what that guy says? You know, he thought CM Punk was going to show up a week after uh, he, he walked out. So, uh, yeah. But uh, tonight's can... a big show. Uh, WWE uh, NXT TakeOver 25 uh, got a big, great card. Uh, we got a huge tag match coming out where I think uh, I think that's going to be the show stealer because it's a ladder match, you know. Um, street Profits, uh, uh, really athletic, uh, fun tag team. Got uh, Forgotten Sons, who are kind of like a biker deal. Who I, thought, I, I didn't really watch that much NXT, but they uh, – they, they have a gunner from NX, uh, from TNA used to be wrestling there. And then we got uh, uh, Undisputed Eras in that match, who I think is going to win that match, who I, is going to affect my prediction for a, a match later in the night. So uh, what do you guys think about the card so far? Uh, yeah. Jo- yeah, go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I know it's their 25th NXT TakeOver pay-per-view. So I'm hoping they do something crazy with it. They, that's what they've been, like, hyping up. It's their 25th one. Um. I'll be honest, I'm kind of like Ark. I, I've slowly stopped watching NXT to where, like, I didn't even know what the card was tonight until I looked up a couple minutes ago. Um, no, I mean, those yeah, man, The thing is, there's too much wrestling now. There's too much stuff to keep up yeah. with, you know? We had double <laughs> or nothing. Yeah, too much content now. I mean, we're overload. Game of Thrones was leading up to this week. I know I've been watching, like, so many shows. And then we got uh, N- uh, NXT, uh, Raw, SmackDown. Then we got... Uh, um, 
all double or nothing was last week. There's so much wrestling, and like if you uh, work a full time job, it's kind of impossible to keep up with everything. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, uh, and, and the thing is, NXT probably is uh, one of the better products on of wrestling on TV. I would say. Uh, I mean, it just uh, for some reason it just I don't know. I haven't been able to, to keep up with it. So, so here's here's my thoughts, right? With NXT, they got as you said, great talent, and I mean Triple H them always do a great show, production, everything, match, all matches always deliver. I mean, hell, the last what three years? I mean NXT has taken over SummerSlam weekend, like WrestleMania weekend, as a better show rated. But here, here's my thing: I can't get excited about NXT because any of these guys that get called up are going to be absolutely buried within six months of their call up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just stating the truth. Finn yeah. Balor, Samoa Joe, and Nakamura were booked as, un- as as great NXT world champions. And what are they doing now? Nakamura, I, I, I mean, I, I just don't get it. Like, so that's why I don't get excited about NXT. Like, Johnny Gargano is champion, right? Adam Cole's the big heel that's going against him. Neither one of them will be ever headlining WrestleMania, in my opinion. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because Adam Cole is such a – he's so good, man. In the Undisputed Era, they're so good. But I, I agree with you. I mean, look, the fact that Shinsuke was wrestling AJ at the at WrestleMania 34, and then this year he was on the pre-show, like, give me a break, dude. Shinsuke is one of the best talents WWE has, and he's, and he's not even, like, a, 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 a big part of the, the show anymore. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh also, Balor, Balor should have been – Balor was being groomed to be the guy, I thought, when he won the Universal title. And then he got hurt, and then they just never gave him a rematch again. And his rematch is Roman on Raw, like, forever ago. That's his rematch. Uh, uh, you know, it's just – I agree with you on that. It's kind of hard to get excited for them when you know they're going to come up. Like, I have a couple of guys I'm fans of on NXT, and I'm just like, man, I don't think – like, Matt Riddle. Like, that guy's awesome. You know what I mean? Surfer bro, stoner, stoner dude. And – He's – I don't see Vince pushing him, and that, that makes me so pissed because Matt Riddle is a great talent. And same with Adam Cole. It's just it's, – it's unfortunate, man. No, I was going to say, um, I think what's going on too for me is there's so many wrestlers in WWE who are signed. And what's going on is you just got all these guys who came the last year from NXT to WWE – that they're not doing anything with. So that kind of makes me not as excited to see these guys. Plus, I feel like Gargano, even Cole, Adam Cole to this point, or the whole Undisputed Era, I feel like they've been in NXT for so long now. Uh, Shayna uh, Baszler, um, her too. It's just like, man, like now we're starting to get to the point where NXT, where it's like, it doesn't seem as uh, exciting because some of these guys you've just seen in the holding pattern for so long. Mm-hmm. you're just like like okay you know he's like i felt like gargano's been either fa- going uh, against the champion or the champion for like the last two three years now and it's like uh, for me i'm like i'm starting to get tired of seeing him sorry like he's a good wrestler but i'm just like dude i always see you like all the time on nxt's main uh main card yeah and i mean the only guy right now that i feel that could actually maybe go on well if, if he was booked right, that could really have success would be a Velveteen Dream because his character mm. and how unique he is. But honestly, I think when he, as soon as he gets called up three months later, Vince yeah. will have him doing just goofy stuff. And it's just going to be a comedy be, act. Yeah he'll, be a comedy he'll, act. He'll, yeah, he'll have him be in a right. comedy act and probably be getting uh, rabies shots in the back by some fake doctor. You know? <laughs> well, it's so unfortunate, I'm, man. Because so he'll probably, I think, uh, I wrote down, I think him and Breeze will steal the show tonight. Because yeah, Breeze, he's another that, one. Yeah. He, I, I was at NXT uh, TakeOver. Uh, 
I, I forgot the thing is I forgot who it was that he wrestled, but I just remember thinking to myself, this dude is legit. Like Tyler Breeze is a good in ring talent. I mean, you can say what you want about like the way his character is presented, but right. he's a great talent and. The fact that he has to go back to NXT because he probably his thing is probably he wants to wrestle. He's a wrestler. He wants to wrestle, so he's well, gonna go. Back and, to and the thing I got, and the, there, there's another guy. Like you said, I mean, he stole the show. Didn't he have? He had a heck of a match, I believe, with Neville, right? Like that's had, what it was. Yeah, match. I was there yeah. at that one, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. And then he gets called up, and then him and Fandango are booked in this fashion police gimmick, and them and the Ascension are just cutting stupid stuff, dude. Like, and remember yeah. the Ascension? They were booked as like the new breed, and they had the blacked out eyes, and like you know, right. just real real demonish and stuff. Of course, they get up to the main roster, and Vince is like, "Oh, that's too scary for TV." can't do that yeah, whatever it's, man it's, you know it's like dude come on man like let's get back to this is why their their product's struggling and this is why i want to jump into the next topic dirt sheets have reported that the reason brock's cashing in on monday is because desperate booking and bad ratings what do you guys think agree or no i think it plays yeah. a part of it but i i don't think that brock's cashing in monday he's not gonna yeah. cash in do you, th- do you think it's just the play he won't the the cash in won't happen it's just the, it's it's just the ratings the way, I think okay. it's a ratings right. war. Right. I think I think they're trying right. to get people to watch because Brock. People can say uh, all the dirt sheets and everybody can complain about Brock, but people watch Brock when he's on the TV. I know I'm turning in Monday to see Brock. I don't know if I would turn in if he wasn't on the show. That's my opinion. What do you got, Jordan? Well, uh, first I was gonna say because I okay after Double or Nothing, I was just curious to see what uh, WWE was gonna do for Raw, so I had to tune in just to check it out. Yeah, and man, it was awful. <laughs> was, um, I, I remember tweeting that like uh, the first hour of the show there wasn't any wrestling whatsoever. Um, the first wrestling match was with Shane uh, do against a jobber. Um, so I, for me, I, like oh, and then like the whole Brock dancing and stuff. Um, I'm not sure how it <laughs> it's, weird, it's weird. It's so definitely weird. weird. Um. But I agree with uh, Ark. I, I knew right when they announced that there's going to be a match on Raw this Monday. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Man, Brock hasn't wrestled on uh, Raw or SmackDown in like 15 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, there's no way he's about to uh, come out just to help them out with that. That's just a ratings ploy. You, you, can, you can tell WWE's like on the rate, the desperate for the ratings. When's the last time Brock's done back-to-back Raws? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want to know what Vince threw at him, man. What was the checkbook looking like for Brock because I mean I mean I mean that's he has to pay him because if he leaves who's who's gonna want I mean I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna watch Brock consistently if Brock's not there I feel bad saying that because I know what do you mean bro I mean yo the wild card I mean Roman shows every Monday (laughs) I know that's why I I mean I love Roman you know I'm gonna watch I'll watch Roman segment then I'm gonna tune out because it's like it's just not what's your so what what let me get into this then. What's your guys' opinion on uh, Seth as champion? Do you see it long term, or do you, you just kind of use it kind of like Kofi on SmackDown? You just don't think. I mean, it's just not going over. What do you think? Go, go ahead, Jordan. Um, I, okay, me personally, Seth's one of my favorite wrestlers, so I've been hoping for like success out of this whole title run. Um, I, I'm still uh, hoping, or not hoping. I'm still assuming. That's going to be uh, a unification by the uh, time we get to Fox this uh, October. So whether it's him holding two titles or him holding that title until Roman wins it or their next guy, um, I I just don't see it being that much longer with uh, with that belt. Um, I think he's going to hold it longer than Kofi's going to hold it. But well, so here, sure. 
Here, here's what I'm thinking about that. I mean, the unification thing, I was sold on at Mania when the talk was, and then Becky won won both belts. But then Becky dropped it, and then Bailey had the cash in. Immediately. But, I, but, but, I, but no, I, I somewhat think that was a behind-the-scenes thing, kind of a, kind of a jab at Sasha, because when Sasha walked out and said she didn't like the booking, and then right away, cool, Bailey's on her own now. She won the money in the bank, and she cashed in the same night. Guess what? All right, she's champion now. I thought that was kind of like there's, there's kind of that's – working into it i mean seth he's probably the best in ring in ring talent that wwe has I in mean, the world in the world in no the world. that that's very debatable seth that's, is the best we'll, in the world we'll, we'll save that for something else yeah uh, I, I believe i think the um well the old self-proclaimed best in the world i think comes back in august but that, that's a discussion for later that, that's, that's a discussion for later we're, we're on we're on wwe right now what are you talking about you got to tune into saudi arabia to see the best in the world shane mcmahon right, dude wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> So let me let me let me finish with this Seth Rollins before we talk about this this the Saudi showdown that's getting booked. But anyway, with Seth, I think it's good. I mean, they're they're putting him in there. I would take Baron Baron Corbin's. I mean, he's a good talent, and you know, this I don't take it more serious if he changes the tire though. He looks like the bartender at Chili's. We've always said this. I mean, it's not. I don't like the, that that whole gimmick. He needs to go back. I think to the kind of the the rock, you know, the biker kind of the lone wolf gimmick. I thought suited him a lot better. Um, and I would take it more serious. Uh, I don't see him winning the belt from from Seth, uh, but I, I I don't know, man. Like Seth is the best in ring talent, but I think they're going to put a lot of. I think in AEW takes off, you know, after the whole, you know, with Moxley and everything else, there's going to be a lot of pressure put on Seth. And remember that the whole thing happened with Sean, man, when the WCW took off and Sean was champ, they had to put pressure on him, mm. and he it, it really was a lot on him. Granted, he was a you know he was on some type of drug every other week that, that, that those years. But then eventually, you know, Vince was like, dude, he couldn't take it. And we changed it up. And of course, you know, Austin 316 was born and that, that took off. So I don't know, man, I hope Seth succeeds though. Like I said, he is, he's one of the best in ring talents they have. So yeah, it's, it's hard with, with, uh, with, with raw. Like, I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth if Corbin's going to beat Seth or if he should, because I think Corbin, I don't know if people agree with me or not, but I think Corbin's the best heel because no one likes Baron Corbin. Like, he gets the most heat at anyone. If you attend a WWE live show, Corbin gets the most heat by far. I feel like more than Roman. <laughs> I mean, Roman's Roman's. Uh, well, now I think that the crowd is seventy thirty, probably split. I would say um, because I, after everything that he's been through, but I think I think I think Corbin still gets the most heat, dude. I really I really think that. And the only person I can see coming back, I need to see what how Bray Wyatt comes back. If Bray Wyatt comes as a heel, then he takes the belt off Seth. But if he comes back as a face, I don't know where he goes with that. Because I think his gimmick, when he returns, he's they, they're going to push him the way he needed to be pushed four years ago. Because he, the, the vignettes he has has been doing are the best part of Raw, and they're a minute long, and they've been the best segment in Raw for the past like six weeks. So that that that's that's where I think Seth's character should should go, either with Corbin or if Wyatt turns heel, or comes back as a heel, he needs to take the belt off Seth. Um, jumping on that thought, I was going to say, I, I also think Corbin's a really good hill. I think the way they're utilizing him probably isn't the best, but I think he just has like that um, natural um, personality that people probably would hate in real life. But I think he's a good hill. I just like wish, honestly, I wish they get, got rid of that goofy uh, T-shirt. Uh, I just can't take him serious like that. It's like it's like when Kane used to come out in like slacks and be like corporate Kane, and I'm like, wow, come on, this is Kane, the big red machine, and this right. is what we got him doing now. <laughs> the whole thing with Bray though, 
man, I'm so worried about it because you just like you see how like good or um how organic this whole thing is with him right now because I remember when he was leaving uh, just recently, everyone's like, oh man, Brake cuts the same promo. He's kind of getting stale. And now he came back with this character. And my thing is like, okay, are they going to let him have a main event run? Or after Saudi Arabia, are we going to have Brock come out and do another title run? And are are we going to do the same thing? Like, is Shane McMahon about to get a title run pretty soon? Like, I just hope they give him a chance to, like, you know, make this character something big instead of, like, like we're saying with uh, Velveteen uh, Dream, like, if um, Bray gets a good chance at running with this character, gimmick i think it would be successful but if not we're gonna have another goofy gimmick and then yeah, like, like you're worried about him getting lost in the shuffle is what you're saying like what you're saying exactly like, yeah, yeah yeah i could that, that worries me too especially because why it's one of my favorite talents like that does worry me with him because i mean he he was like five years ago i thought he, he was wrestling scene at wrestlemania on there in new orleans and then now he's like and then last, the last mania or 34 when he was there he was on the pre-show uh, didn't even wrestle, just showed up and helped, helped Matt Hardy win. It's like his booking was never consistent. And I understand people were, you know, upset with his promos. He's cutting the same promo over and over again. But like, and, I don't the, know, two, man. and then the two years before that, him and, uh, him and the Wyatt family were buried by the Rock and Cena. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I don't know. It, but Wyatt is another. And then the year, yo, I, this is the, Wyatt was the guy that back to back manias went against John Cena and The Undertaker. And then he went to like getting. Buried by The Rock and Cena in under 30 seconds, which, okay, cool. It's The Rock and Cena. We get that. 34, he was the champ going into it. Terrible title reign, cut short. Lost to Randy. Yeah, um, the most bizarre match I've ever seen in person, too. That, yeah, that, that was just real book. And then the one after that was even worse, the House of Horrors or whatever that was, dude. That yeah. was like a terrible 1993 gimmick. But anyway. Um, Did he get um, some heat backstage because of the whole JoJo thing? Or uh... – like because I wasn't sure why exa- why exactly um, he's never really I know he gets hurt but he seems healthier than a lot of these other wrestlers and never seems like he's doing much so I wonder if it was some backstage stuff that's like been causing him issues too I, I don't know that that would be I mean uh, I, I feel like they they have to stay out of the, I, I don't know the personal life stuff uh, I, I don't know I, I can't I, it's hard right. to say you know we're not we're not there but. It's just, I, I don't want them to screw him up, man. I just don't like it. it right. He's the one. He's the one right now that like he's. He, you can't screw him up. Like he's the one good thing we got going. <laughs> I feel like. like, like well, so um, the, real I, quick, I, I was yeah, gonna go say ahead. about uh, Sasha Banks. We, you know, they gave Bailey the title, and everyone's like, "Oh man, she could uh, Sasha could have been the women's champ." But man, they haven't done anything with the women's tag team title since the Iconics uh, won. And I honestly don't think have even won a match since uh, WrestleMania. So part of me is like Sasha kind of had a point. If her whole thing was let's not ruin these tag team titles because they they've kind of ruined them already. Well, I mean, first of all, the, the, the women's tag team titles like oh, it looks it sounds like it's a great idea and it looks good with the roster they have. But dude, it's, we've been talking about this for like four or five years. WWE doesn't recognize their tag team division. Like, at all. Like, I mean, Rowan and Daniel Bryan won. Didn't the Usos beat him again the week later to win them back? Wasn't that, wasn't that the deal? I think so, yeah. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense to me, man. Like, I, like WWE, man, like, with the tag team division, it drives me absolutely nuts. No, it drives man, I mean, the me Usos, absolutely nuts, man. The Usos and the Revival could be having, like, classic matches like the Usos did with the Wyatt. Remember the Wyatt family on that? that I think it was, like, the kickoff show on some pay-per-views a couple years ago. Where they were, like, oh, that's the right. That's, that's yes, when, and yeah, could when, be, when the Usos used to always be on the goddamn pre-show, man. Yeah, and they, they were killing it. Every time they were killing it. No, no, you couldn't follow the Usos, man. One, remember remember one, of the, one of the greatest tag team matches I think I've ever seen was when it was the Usos versus Roman and Seth part of the shield like back when it was the shield on a money in the bank pay-per-view yeah right? yeah uh-huh. and remember that when they were the pre-show and that was a hell of a match man just well, imagine man imagine if the Usos just imagine the Usos versus the Bucks like would you imagine that like that would be a, that could be a co-main match. event but that could be a co-main event on an AEW card but you know what we had right this Monday the Usos and Rival um, got, all got along, and they were having a Memorial Day party. It was like it was horrible. Like, <laughs> were they shaving backs? What, was, didn't they catch the revival like shaving their back or something like that? It's like come yeah, on, man, been, this is cheesy as hell. Like what's the point they've been doing awful stuff with their revival. Oh, um, I mean, it's, it's it's almost as bad as the twenty four seven belt, man. <laughs> so, all right, and that's the next. Let's 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 jump into now to we'll, with WWE here. Um, so it's been announced the Undertaker is going to appear on Monday, and Goldberg is going to appear on Tuesday SmackDown for the first time ever, getting to ready to plug their Saudi Actually, Arabia yeah. showdown. It we is, gotta go uh, we got to yeah. break down that card next too, because isn't that this week as no, well? I, that's yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, it's, it's <laughs> Friday, upcoming Friday. Here's the thing, right? The card, it, it, yeah, it looks good on paper, but dude, I I just don't get behind the whole Saudi Arabia. The yeah, I, I don't know, to. man. It's hard like, to. I I don't know, man. Like, I feel like Vince just did it more for like the money and dealing than he did it for the fans because, like, I mean, the women can't go over there and wrestle, so you don't get a full card out of it. You know what I mean? And it just feels like he puts more better booking into that than he does his own WrestleMania here in the states. You know, so I don't know. I mean. Goldberg and Taker, I guess that's cool for like the casual fan. Like, oh my gosh, the Undertaker dressing, you know, Goldberg. I don't get excited for it, but I mean, not anymore. If it would have been twenty years ago, I'd be excited for that. I am excited for some matches though on the Saudi card because they do have some good matches. I mean, uh, Balor and Andrade—that's going to be a legit match. Uh, That—that's probably going to be ma- that, that. That will be match of the, that will be match of the card right yeah. there, hands down, easy. Roman and Shane will be good, I think. I, I just—I don't know. Shane, I'll, I mean, I know Shane is kind of overexposed now, being on TV every week, but but Shane and Roman will will be good. I mean, Roman almost killed him a couple years ago at Survivor Series, so like that'll be a good match. Um, Kofi Dolph will be good. Both really good in ring talents. Both super athletic. They'll they'll both be. Uh, that'll be a legit match, I think. Uh, I think Kofi retains though. And then uh, Rollins and Corbin. Uh, I don't see any title changes happening on the Saudi show. Has that ever? Has there ever been a title change at the Saudi show? Uh, I, don't, no. I don't think, I don't so. think so. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I have to look back at it, but I'm not sure. And I'm but guessing, and then, and then Triple H versus Randy Orton is just for like the fans kind of thing. Just the two big names going at it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always excited for that. I mean, you know how I feel about Orton, but he's like probably he's amazing in ring. So I, uh, I, I'm excited to see him and Triple H wrestle, you know, one more time. So but, DB, DB's not going to be there. Dan O'Brien. Sammy he's the only Zane. one with balls. He's the only one with balls. It seems like to stand how up about, for what he what believes about, in. <laughs> uh, what about big match? Uh, how about uh, John? John Cena's not going to be there, right? No, no. He's, not, he's not going now. Okay, so Cena Cena's not there. That's that. Okay, so then I mean, here's the thing about the Saudi show too. Like the card, as you said, uh, the card the card could be booked real well. But man, that whole like the the, the greatest Royal Rumble thing. Like, remember Strowman won it. They never, they never did anything with that. Yeah. 
Like, oh. who's going to win it? Who wins it this year? Lars Sullivan? Oh, he's wrestling three guys. Isn't he Lars yeah. Sullivan? Yeah. <laughs> he's wrestling the house party, which is like, come on, man. If this is a real – the thing is, the, the thing is, and this is like – I'm going to get on like a cornet rant right now, is the fact that if this was a real fight, those three guys would, would whip Lars Sullivan, dude. Kalisto uh, supposedly mopped uh, Simon Dodge backstage, so we know he got hands. So he's like, Lars Sullivan is not <laughs> – Lars Sullivan, I, he looks like a monster, but uh, if this is real, all three of those guys would mop that dude with the floor. So I, I, I don't, I can't. And also, Lars Sullivan, I mean, come on, what he said and stuff. That guy should not. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm never gonna get behind that guy. Well, I don't think he's a good dude. Like, also, also, it kind of looks bad when the guy who said some racist remarks was about yeah. to like stomp three Mexican guys. Like, yeah, what is that, man? Like, dude, this I, is this is. Well, think about WWE. They did the same thing when they brought race when they brought racist Hogan back too out there of that that show. Remember they did that? He was like the, the host of it. Come on, man. Like that, never, to me, to me, it's more it's it's more of a money grab thing for WWE. It's them and their politics, bro. Yeah, and the thing with Sullivan is he came back, and one of the guys he he the people he were he was um saying uh, horrible things about Jeff Hardy calling him a junkie, and then he was talking uh saying all this messed up stuff about R Truth and Kofi. Who do they have him beating up? R Truth and Jeff Hardy. Like, what is that, man? Like, why are they doing that? That's just that's not cool. Like, so you're gonna have the guy who's clearly racist as hell beating up the guys that is that are that are of a minority or Jeff Hardy who had a drug problem. Like, this is not that's not right. Well, um, my thoughts on large before I uh, say anything about the uh, Saudi Arabia show. Um, I just never like besides Brock Lesnar, the big guy who comes in and dominates. I don't think that's ever really worked. Uh, I didn't because you, you really, if you think about Heidenreich, that never really worked. Um, they had Snitsky, they tried to do this with. Um, they had that Russian guy back in the way. Like they've always had this uh, kind of character and give it a year. He's going to be doing goofy tag team matches with like some small guy as a tag team partner. Um, so I, like for me, I just don't <laughs> care for Lars. I, he's just like, a, I didn't think he was impressive in NXT. So the fact that they were like, Hey, we're going to push him on the main roster. I was like, like what? Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of like uh, with you guys, for me, the whole Saudi Arabia show uh, shows, they're just weird. Like I remember watching uh grand Royal rumble. It was just a weird vibe. Um, it something feels I'm dirty saying, about it. Something feels dirty about it. Like yeah, something, it, it, it just seems. I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was gonna say, and like I know, like we're saying, like Goldberg and Taker's for a casual fan, but I'm like, man, it's like a uh, like was it like on a Friday or noon? I'm like, the casual fans aren't gonna be watching that. Most of us. Are yeah, that, that's yeah, that's um, true. I mean, so it's definitely. I know the guy who's paying for these uh, pay per views is a uh, like he likes all the old school wrestlers, so I know that's why they're doing it. Um, yeah, remember, remember last year? Didn't Vince have to like get somebody to be dressed up as a character because he thought the guy was he wanted yeah, to run wrestler? He, he was a, dead though. Yeah, <laughs> to pay a, a sumo wrestler to come and do the Royal Rumble because the guy really loved Yokozuna and Yokozuna oh, was dead. Yeah, and he yeah, and he didn't know Yoko passed away. Yeah, so so like the whole thing is just kind of odd. Um, me like I love some of these matchups. Like they do uh, do a good job like promoting it. Um, I couldn't like the, I watched the triple H Randy Orton um, video package and I was like, wow, this is really good. But my only thing is like, what makes me want to like watch this match besides these two guys wrestling, like triple H will be gone the next week and Randy Orton will be. Yeah. Gone. It's like, save that for like triple H's retirement match soon. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, cause Randy's obviously the only, I mean, well, unless he 
well, obviously if he picks an NXT guy, that's not going to help his booking anything. And the NXT guy gets called up to retire Triple H, but I don't know. Like I probably won't watch it. As you said, Jordan, we're working during the day. So we, I probably won't be able to catch it. And let's be honest, Goldberg versus Brock, uh, not Brock, Goldberg versus Taker. I mean, the entrances will be longer than the match itself. I'm thinking the match starts spear, Spear, he goes for the. the who, goes, who goes over? Who do you think? Who do you guys think goes over? With oh Taker my god! And you know Vince, Vince is going to book. He's not going to let WCW beat him. <laughs> if he does, I'm, I'm going to be really pissed if Taker loses the Goldberg. Because... But you know what? I can see Taker being more humble and being like, "Yeah, I'll give uh, Goldberg the win." Because I just, I just don't see Goldberg coming in and letting Taker beat him. I just, I just don't see it. I feel like Goldberg's uh, going to win the match. That would take arc off, man. Uh, no, I'm not. Unless maybe they'll do a schmoz finish at the end, where some some jackass runs in and beats him up or yeah. something. I mean, the only way I can see Goldberg winning is if uh, they paid him more money to take the pinfall, and then him being like, "Yeah, I'll do that for that much money." Um, oh, kind of like a money grab thing, right? But with with uh, what Ark was saying about the titles, um, never changing hands. I think one way to get people to watch those shows is if a big ma- uh, title changes hands at that show. So oh, have- so, oh, so, so, because it's it's a time ahead. It's 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 the 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 time difference here, and they they leak it right. out. That gets well, it gets leaked out in the states. Like, oh, Kofi Kingston loses the belt or something, and then people will tune right. in and be like, oh, Dolph beat him. You know, well, I think it's live. I think it's live though. I think the show is yeah. live. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. And then for the next card, people will be like, oh man, we kind of have to watch it because something big could happen. Just to see where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. So Corbin's think- <laughs> so Corbin's going over Rollins then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Could you imagine? Uh, that'll be. Uh, I'm, right. I'll, I'll be with it, but go All ahead. right. So now that we're on the top, now we're we're talking about titles. Um, you know, we'll we'll steer away from WWE here now. Let's talk about AEW broke the news two days ago that Jericho and Adam Hangman Page are going to wrestle for the first the AEW Heavyweight Championship uh, at All Out, which will be August 31st uh, in Chicago. That we know. So it's Jericho versus Hangman Page. My thoughts. Um, Good booking. I mean, we talked about it last week. I know Ark wasn't on the podcast. Uh, we talked about the the double or nothing. Um, I honestly, I think Jericho wins the belt. Uh, I think it's good for AEW to have him win, have him be heel going into the TNT deal that starts uh, a few weeks after the All Out pay per view. I see Jericho going over, but I really think he'll put Paige over in a good way um, for a performance and let him have good good spots and you know kind of get him get him out there. Um, but I still see Jericho uh, winning. Jordan, let me start with you. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Jericho versus Paige for the belt? Um, that match alone, I'm just excited for the card for. Um, I, I, I'm i pretty sure Jericho's going to win the title. I see MJF coming in there and screwing over Paige, leading to a match for those two. Okay. I think it's going to be a really good match, though. I really do. And um, I'm, I am excited for uh, I think Jericho probably should win it just so they have a uh, big name for the casuals going in to the TNT show. Absolutely. But I'm excited. I think that's a good headliner. And I also think I, I picture it this way too, you know, Jericho wins it and imagine his first promo on that opening AEW show. He can be like, I'm the first WWE, WCW and AEW world champion, you know, like something like that. Knowing Jericho, he'll come up with something good, you know? Yeah, I mean, his whole gimmick right now is like, uh, thank you, uh, you, know, you need to thank me for this. Like, I built this type deal. I know he keeps saying that on social media and stuff. Like, where's my thank you? Uh, you know, that's his thing. And I think if he wins uh, against Adam Page, I think that, uh, that'll uh, – um, 
that, that'll be a good start to the company. And I mean, Jericho, Jericho's a legend, man. So I, I think you start off with uh, Jericho winning the belt, and then I think he fused with Kenny uh, when they start. Or not, build no, I think, I think, I, th- I think so. they might go the route and have him go against Cody because I think, I think, I think oh, Kenny's. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Kenny's gonna be. He's the long term. I think he'll, yeah, he'll be booked as the uh, the big face of the company eventually. But I think as was it Jericho was saying uh, on his podcast uh, that he was saying that. You know, Kenny's not recognized in the states, and he had. You know what I mean? I think they want to build him first up big here in the states because hardcore mm-hmm. fans, of course, know him, but they want to have him kind of you know showcased first before I think they really put him over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you might go Jericho, maybe Cody first, mm-hmm. but also it depends because we don't even know. I mean, AEW man, they might have some more signings. So there's a lot of free agents that are out there that could yeah. get signed. I mean, you know, right now and. That, that leads me to the next arc. I'm going to start with you on this one, man. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? A lot of rumors right now going around. CM Punk will be at StarCast at, in Chicago um, that weekend. Does it happen, man? Do, do, we, do we see Punk back in a wrestling ring, man? Uh, I'm going to say no. I In the okay. perfect world, I would love for CM Punk to return. I mean, I know people can say they hate him for uh, joining the UFC and how he left and all the things he said, but... CM Punk is still uh, one of my favorites ever. Um, I, I don't know. I know he did that spot show, like the indie show. It seemed like he put a lucha mask, he put a lucha mask on and came out and hit a GTS, and then he, he did. He did. But, that uh, was in, that was in like Milwaukee, right? I believe. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't think he should. I, I, I think he'll just show up at a Starcast, and I don't think he's gonna wrestle again, man. I just after what he went through, I, I just don't see him him wrestling again. Jordan, thoughts? Um. I hope he shows up, but right now <laughs> I'm leaning towards him not showing up. I just the way he sounded when he left WWE and since it just seems like he's so tired of the uh, business that he probably never will come back. And he seems like that guy who, unlike Brett, unlike Ultimate Warrior, who eventually came back to WWE, I feel like he he might not ever do wrestling in general. But man, if he shows up. That would be huge. Yeah, that, that'll be, it'll be, that will be, I, I, I know this might blow a lot of people's well, I don't know. I, I miss CM Punk, man. I really do. I like, actually, I think, honestly, if now, if that was, I, I mean, I don't know what you do. I mean, I think you'd have, to, you'd have to have that booked with maybe, um, I mean, if he does the finale or you have him come out and get in Cody's face, but could you imagine, like, could you imagine for AEW, you have John, you have Moxley debut and close out your last show. And you have CM Punk come out your next big pay per view. Oh my gosh, dude! Talk about a company that 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 that's making an impact right there. I mean, the first two pay per views you have big big WWE names show up, and it's just like okay, if CM Punk shows up, man, I, I think I think that's really I think I think it's I think wars wars started then. Yeah, right? yeah, because that's that to me that's two guys that Vince missed the boat on for being the guy mm-hmm. main eventing many is and being a future star because the, the, the future dot the, the number one star. And, 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 and honestly, because, I think those two guys carry a vendetta. That's going to be like, you know what? We're going to put a big F you into yeah. Vince's face. Let's take him out. Kind of thing. And same thing with, and same thing with Cody. <laughs> yeah. He's another one. Yeah. He's another one that feels uh, kind of cheated creative freedom i think from what it sounds like and uh, obviously with the podcast with uh, the moxie i mean he's definitely feels uh stripped of his uh, he, he definitely felt stripped of his uh, creative uh drive while being in mm-hmm. wwe and we know punk was like that too i mean the punk podcast he definitely uh 
All right. Weighed in on what was going on with that. So but, now, uh, so now, podcast. We're on a, one of our own right now. You talked about the CM Punk podcast, and that was one of the probably the, the best wrestling one I've ever heard. Let's talk about the podcast that came out this week that turned the wrestling world upside down and just had everybody talking and pretty much broke broke all the dirt. Everything happened. Dirt sheets. Everything. We're talking about it. Moxley came out his first interview since leaving WWE. Went on Chris Jericho's podcast, and I think. To be honest, man, he um, he. I've always been a big, big uh, Moxley Ambrose, whatever you want to call him. Uh, huge fan of him, you know, big, big supporter. This guy, man, I think he's got to be one of my top right now and going right now in the world. After hearing this interview and what he, you know, everything that they wanted him to do and just how he, I don't know, man. Like, I thought it was a great podcast, and I'm glad he got out. To be honest, though, and I think he's yeah. on to bigger and better things for himself, and he's just a true. He just loves wrestling. I mean, uh, Jordan, let me start with you. What do you think of the podcast, man? Uh, I loved it. I will say that you've always been a fan of Dean, uh, John Moxley. I've always been on the fence about him. I always thought WWE wasn't using him like they should uh, should have been. Um, But just hearing him and hearing his complaints and stuff like that, I guess, like, two thoughts I had were, uh, one, like, man, this guy's legit. Like, you know, he's – He's just telling you how it is. He's not trying to screw anyone over, but he's just trying to, you know, get the best out of the situation. Um, also, some of the stuff he was saying is pretty much what we, us fans have always thought about. Like, just like the bad booking, a lot of Vince McMahon's decisions. Um, I knew last year when he said the leukemia stuff and did that bad uh, thing, uh, the rabies shot, I knew that wasn't what he wanted to do. I was like, there's no way he came up with that stuff. Absolutely. Um, And I I loved how he said that he had two exact dates in mind of when he was leaving the company. Well, he said in July, but then he said after the rabies shots and then the Roman promos, I guess, when he said he was really done, man. Yeah, that that just wasn't – that that whole situation with him saying the – he, what did he say? He said uh, he said he was have like to meet Roman, your maker Roman, or something. Yeah, he, he was saying Seth go meet your maker, but Roman will have to answer to God for his. For yeah, his, that for was his, just for, like, his, for his decisions or I don't know. Some it was something like that, man. Yeah, that was I, so dis- distasteful. And I, I mean, if he's like that's like if he's obviously him and Roman are friends outside of the ring, right? And yeah. backstage, and for them to have him get a promo on something where someone could actually die where real life implications are involved. Absolutely. Just, 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 just distasteful. And I, I didn't think that was right. When he, sh- when, when he cut the promo, I thought it was distasteful. And obviously it wasn't him that was saying that. I mean, it just, uh, so the, the now, let me, yeah. What did what, what, you think of it? Or like, as a whole, man, was it a good podcast? You liked it or? I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it, 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 it opened me because it was an eye opener for me because you know me. You know how I've been these past couple of years. I have been the biggest WWE. Uh, uh, what's the word? I've been the biggest defender advocate, of WWE. WWE yes, advocate yes. Right I here. have been the biggest, the biggest. You know, and uh, recently I've noticed, you know, that there is a problem uh, for a while now. I've, I mean, I'll be honest, I've noticed for a while. Um, but what he said, man, like the whole the whole heel turn for him was just. It just was completely – his return – from the moment he returned to WWE to when he left, it was just, what the hell is going on? Like, why are you, you – he is – okay, he is in the top tier of the WWE wrestlers, full-time wrestlers, I feel like. Roman, Seth, him, and AJ. Baller. Uh, Baller. He's, like, in that, like, top, top tier Whoa, of WWE before, 
They, I, I read something online before Dean got hurt. They said he worked the most days out of yeah. anybody on the roster. He did. And, like, you, you bring him back, and first off, your return is – and what he said is so true because I thought it was the same thing when I was watching his return. Uh, you have a Scott O'Sykish path in your corner. I might as well have a lunatic in mine. Like, that's, that's so lame, dude. Like, <laughs> that, that, like, that just looks so dumb. And, like, I mean, obviously Seth was doing the best he could with it and, and – I mean, so the, the, the return got a huge pop, but it's like, come on, man. Like it, it was just absolutely. And then the other one, when, when he turned on, I don't have a problem when he turned on, uh, uh, on Seth, when the night that Roman like did that promo, cause it like, it generated a lot of heat, but then the whole backstage rabies shot thing, that was horrible. That was so weird. That was, it was just odd. And like for Vince to think that was a good, a good segment. It's like, nah, man, like that's not. Also, another thing, uh, I don't mean to go on a rant here, but I thought that Dean, when he, did you guys watch that Chronicle on uh, the, the network? Yeah, Are Dean you, Ambrose's, yeah. Yeah, where he was talking, he, he was talk, constantly talking about how uh, um, he feels overlooked and, and, and he, the, they rely on him so much to do the dirty work was his whole thing. That's what his character should have been as a heel. Not the people are disgusting, you smelly vermin. What is that? This isn't the 80s, man. That's like uh, Repo Man's character in the early nineties, man. Like, what is this, dude? Like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback off that. That, that I totally agree with everything uh, what Jordan said, and of course what you said too, Art. I gotta say though, man, I am 110 percent looking forward to. He gets to write his own promos now. He has no writer writing his stuff for him. Because did you, you guys remember the first promo he cut right after the Double or Nothing pay per view when he was in the back locker promo. room? Amazing promo. That was what? 45 seconds of him like just shooting and he was kind of like not even like really just going into it. But I'm just excited to see now that where he's no one's writing for him. He's writing for himself. And it seems like with, with Moxley, the way I can relate to him is that if I was a wrestler, I'd be like him too. We have a passion for wrestling. We grew up watching it. We're not just here for a paycheck or a former football player or a bodybuilder that's just like, oh, I'm a big guy. I need something to do in life. So I'm just going to be a wrestler and get paid good money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like Moxley actually enjoys and loves doing wrestling. Like he loves being part of the character promos going out there. Like he even talked about, he gets excited. He was like, Oh, I walk around my house hyped up just thinking about cutting promos and getting in the ring and everything. So you can tell he's a fan. He's definitely a fan. Absolutely. I think, I think Sasha's that same way. And I think right Mm -hmm. now, I mean, I think how it used to be in wrestling where, and you know, one of the things I loved what he said too, was about, um, Remember when he said, like, the guys in the Attitude Era, the old school guys, are like, take risk, man. Go off mm-hmm. script to do what you have to do. But now I think you would get punished for that, man. If he was to go off script, I think he would get punished if he said something that he wanted to say. You know what I mean? Like, during yeah. when he's cutting a promo. So I- I'm looking forward to what he does in AEW, man. And I got to say, I-, I, think he's gonna- I think he's really going to be elevated as one of the – now as either the best heel in the world or even just one of the best overall, man, just, just in general of wrestling. He, he's going to be let loose. He has something to prove right now, and it's, it's, it's going to be special to watch him, I think, going forward. I think he's going to have – I think he's going to have, like, probably one of the most epic runs we've seen in a long time. So like, his, first, his first match – what is it, Jordan? Is it June 5th, Jordan, the one in Osaka where it's, he's the co-main event for um, Jericho? Right, for Jer- Jer- Jericho versus – Jericho's fighting Okada for the New Japan belt, and then and Dean, he's Dean's fighting, fighting Juice, Juice Robinson. He's fighting Juice Robinson, who used to be in NXT, right? Right, I think that's for a U.S. title. It's too. for the U.S. Man, nah. I mean, I know New Japan won't let them, but I mean, Dean will probably get a D- <laughs> he'll probably get like a DQ finish where he gets DQ'd. He won't go over. He won't have Juice Robinson beat him clean. I don't think. 
No, I don't think um, so. But, I mean, Jericho and Okada, that's great right there. Because, I mean, you know what also – you know what's cool too? That's bringing recognition to AEW overseas, man. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I am is. confused with that because I thought – uh, our New Japan keeps swearing that they don't have a relationship with AEW. Oh, I think that might be <laughs> false, man. I mean, just but I, I know, but I do know one thing though. I know, I think Jericho and Moxley are going to be full time AEW, but I think the full time kicks in when the when the television show starts. If I'm not mistaken, is what Tony Khan was saying. If, if I'm not, the night after AEW, when he said that, yeah, he'll be our full, he'll be a full time guy when we start the weekly show, but he'll be at all the AEW events, obviously. <laughs> But I, I think, yeah, man, I, I just don't think – I don't think Omega's going to be going back to New Japan. I think well, he'll stay here. Let me ask you uh, guys this just because I just thought about it and the whole AEW thing. Um, do, you, do you think once AEW starts getting um, rolling with TNT, uh, do you think that indie shows like Ring of Honor, MLW, do you think they're, they are going to suffer a lot? I absolutely do. I, total, I mean, I, I totally see it now. I always said to myself, man, that – I thought, you know, Impact, you know, Ring of Honor, like those, I mean, man, I, I thought they should have worked something out because let's be honest, man, the Bullet Club, Cody, Young Bucks, Adam Hangman Page, uh, you know, Marty Scroll, like those guys were the big draw in Ring of Honor at that time. And when they left, Ring of Honor, I thought took, took a, you know, took a step back. You know what I mean? And Impact Wrestling, I mean, they're only in Canada now, if I'm not mistaken, and they're, they're losing – I mean, they have Tessa that's on – she's on a big com contract. She would be great in AEW, I think, uh, Tessa Blanchard, if she was able to, to get over there. Yeah, but... I read – also that Scarlet, the Scarlet Birdor, she, uh, uh, she got a release from TNA. And I'm sure I'm sure her and her man, uh, the, the one guy, uh, Killer Cross, I'm sure they'll jump to AEW. And Tessa needs to go – Tessa needs to be on the bigger stage, man, because she's – She's one of the top, like, three female wrestlers, I feel like, in the world. Like, she's really, really good. Yeah, I think it'd have uh, to be – I mean, yeah. in-ring-wise, in I think it'd have to be – either it's probably her, Charlotte, and Sasha, I think, in-ring-wise. And I know Becky's got the all-around package. She can wrestle and cut the promo, too. But also, um, I'm a little I'm a little, I'm a little, curious to see what happens because Cody said, you know, there's only so many spots we have in AEW. Nah, so, obviously – That right there, I that, think, and I think you guys agree with me, that changes – when if they start if they really really take off man that will change and more money will get invested in the company i think yeah i agree um well i was gonna say one i do think that indies are gonna suffer because if i'm new japan as much as i have this relation this long-term relationship with ring of honor i I want my guys like okada and stuff to be on like you know tv because that gives Mm -hmm. them bigger uh push for their promotion um and I think right now certain wrestlers are signed with the like Ring of Honors, uh, TNAs, because there's no weekly pay like uh, um, like a weekly show. Yeah. Um, as soon as AEW starts getting their weekly shows, and a lot of those main uh, talents like Cody, Chris Jericho, um, probably aren't going to want to wrestle those weekly shows. They are probably going to uh, need those um, talents, you know, who are wrestling other companies that fill those spots for their uh, Tuesday show or Wednesday show. Yeah, so, that, then that's why I think that, you know, eventually the company is going to get, I mean, you'll get more. I mean, Cody said spots right now. Of course, it's kind of like a limited, but I think that will open up, like you said, Jordan with Jericho, Cody, Omega, you know, Moxley. They're not wrestling, you know, full time on like every week on the show where you'll have that new talent kind of show themselves off. Like, you know, like a Ty Dillinger tie. You know, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see where it, where it takes off. I think they'll be okay, though. I think Jericho is the only one that said he's not going to be. Uh, he said whenever he shows up on AEW, it's going to matter. Jericho, so maybe he has... and then I think if uh, if CM Punk was to go too, I think he'd be part time too. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I have to see what I have to. We have to see what happens with Punk because I I'm like very skeptical of that happening. Well, well, with him signing AW, yeah, I I mean, we'll have that. That only time will tell for that. I think he'll do Starcast because it's going to be in Chicago. So I think he'll be. I think he might do that because I know he's got a good relationship with the pro wrestling T guys. And I know he – and then StarCast is ran by – it's like a fan-made thing. I was watching the uh, the special on it on the AEW YouTube channel, and it's like a fan-made thing, like wrestling hardcore fans that started it. Um, so, like I said, I mean, I could see him actually doing it. And now, Didn't he do StarCast for all of them in Chicago last No, he, did, he just did the – he just did a pro wrestling T signing. Oh, okay. So he – but he was at the shop for two hours, and like – I mean, so – and it's in Chicago. It's in, you know, and he, he lives there and everything. So, but I mean – only time will tell. Um, I mean, we'll have to see what happens. I'm guessing Moxie and Omega will get uh, – they'll announce that with probably within – I'm thinking maybe after Fight for the Fallen when you're, you're a month out from the pay-per-view. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking – I know Ark's going to Fight Fest, so that's going to be yeah, exciting, man. You get, you get to see uh, everybody. They haven't – they haven't – well, they haven't talked – Who they haven't said who's going to replace Pac, uh, Pac yet, uh, also known as Adrian Neville. I know Dragon Gate, he's the champion right now, and they're saying that there's a holdup because they don't want him to lose as their champion, even on an AEW show. What, what do you guys think of that? That's kind of like some that's that that's doesn't seem right to me. I thought when that was announced, when he uh, I thought it looked really bad when they said that you know when the, when the uh, yeah when, when the, he, he he didn't want to go he yeah, didn't want to lose that was, but it, that was bad that was like all right man I, I, we don't know the full situation though so like that's what I'm saying we don't we don't we don't we're just going off of. Yeah, the dirt sheet, Meltzer, and uh, that's that's a reliable. So, uh, <laughs> um, like I just Uncle Dave. <laughs> I just I, I don't I don't know. Uh, it, it, it just seemed very weird that he wasn't on the show, but we'll we'll see. You know, maybe he maybe he shows up at that that uh, Fighter Fest. Who know, who knows? You know, um, Pac's another one that is amazing in ring, and uh, AEW would really benefit if they had him on the roster. So uh, yeah, I agree. We'll see. We'll see. You know. Um, Absolutely, and one, one, one last thing on AEW, uh, Jordan, I'll start with you on this. What, what do you, because it's been a talk on, uh, on, you know, wrestling on, you know, forums and on, like, online, they're talking about it. What do you think about them spreading out, you know, taking two months off and then doing the next big show? Do you, do you think that benefits them? Because WWE does a show, like, every, you know, every month, or, you know, WWE's always doing a show as it is. How about AEW? They're doing one in May, and they're taking June, July, they're going to do the small events, and then they're going to do another big show the end of August. What, what do you think? Does that help them benefit where they can build up the Moxie Omega, Jericho Page storyline? And then when it finally hits, you're just like, okay, wow, I'm very hyped for this now. What, what, do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I actually think it benefits um, – because one, if it's uh, pay-per-view buys, um, you're – like for me, if I'm paying money, like $50 for these pay-per-views, you know, I, like, I'd, I'd probably start deciding like between pay-per-views um, that would actually order if it was like every month or if it was like twice a month. Um, so I think for people who are spending money, it actually, you know, it makes them uh, save up or not save up, but, you know, not feel like they're spending way too much money on the pay-per-views. Also, I get like the boxing paper uh, MMA feel when like they announce these fights like two months or three months in advance because then mm-hmm. you have like all that time to promote it and get hyped for it. Do those like um, – YouTube uh, episodes like you did for Double or Nothing. Yep. So for them right now, I think this is a very good for, idea. For me, be, be, uh, before I get your opinion on art, the, the way I, the feel that I get of it, it reminds me of how WWE should be. 
right after the Royal Rumble, you skip those pay per views in between and you just start booking for Mania. Kind of like mm-hmm. when you did when mm-hmm. it was rock, when it was Rock and Austin at seventeen or Rock and Hogan when you had that six to seven week buildup. It was just like man, when time finally came, you're like, holy shit, man, I'm so hyped for this right now. Like this is amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as you said with the UFC thing, Jordan, it's the same thing with that too, where it's just like, all right, cool, we don't have a big UFC event, we have to wait, you know. Oh man, uh, I, I, Rampage just fought Rashad, but guess what? Two months from now, Brock's fighting Shane Carwin this summer. Like holy shit, you know what I mean? It's like you get that anticipation. So then you're like, okay, well, Moxie Omega gets booked for you know that all out pay per view man, we got June and July to build this thing up. When that time finally hits, August 31st, you're going to be like, yeah, here's my $50. Just go ahead, you know? Yeah. I think in this case for them, I think it's less is more right now. Yeah. Um, you know, less pay-per-views is more. I, uh, as they get going and get bigger, I'm sure they'll do more and more shows. But uh, obviously when they're uh, a weekly show, it'll be, you know, uh, on TNT, it'll be every week. But I think the pay-per-views, you know, it's good to space it out. Uh, gives better booking, better storytelling. Absolutely. So you're not rushing, rushing and get lazy like uh, another company. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, but uh, we'll see, you know. Um, I'm, I'm just excited, man. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. It is. It's a good – It's all, I've, I'll, we'll always watch wrestling. I'll be about to – I'll probably have to uh, go to the bathroom in a bag when I'm old and I'll still be watching wrestling. <laughs> but, like – it's just is a fun time. You can tell there's like a wrestling boom. Coming. Well, like for me, tell, and then like I, I was I was I was talking to one of my uh, one of my buddies up here in Charlotte, and I was like, dude, we have a Terminator movie coming out. We have a Lion King movie coming out. Um, <laughs> we have a new a new Chucky movie coming out, and we have two wrestling companies battling. Is this 1997 again? Like, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, what in the world? So I'm excited, man. I think it's gonna be. I think it's great uh, as a whole for for wrestling um so now i want to turn the tension away from wrestling and i want to yes. dive into combat sports i want to go boxing and ufc first i want to start arc i'm going to start with you since you you saw it too and jordan told me he wasn't he he i was like oh man i didn't really know last night deontay wilder and tyson fury came to an agreement to fight early 2020 now this comes right after the joshua anticipation anthony joshua of course fights tonight defends his titles um and, of course, everyone thought, oh, Joshua Wilder is going to get booked if Joshua wins tonight. But then out of nowhere, uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury get a deal, so they're going to fight early 2020. So now it puts on hold the, uh, the unification bout for Joshua against Wilder. What, 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 what are your thoughts, Ark? Are you, are you sold on this, or what do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, I want to see him go again. I mean, I thought – when I watched the first fight between Wilder and uh, Fury, I thought uh, Fury won. But – when you knock someone down the way he did it twice, it's a, it, I think I'm fine with the draw. The, the draw, I get it, whatever. With the next fight, then we're going to find out who is the better, who, who, who is more deserving to fight Joshua. Now, I will say, I don't think Joshua's fought anywhere near close to the talent that Deontay Wilder has fought. The guy that Joshua's fighting tonight, looks like me out there, you know, like looks like <laughs> legit looks like if I took my shirt off, I look like that dude fighting Anthony Joshua. All right. Like, all right. Here's the thing though. <laughs> so, but, but Anthony Ruiz Jr. Granted. Yeah. He's given up a lot of reach. He's shorter. He's not in obviously. Well, I mean, dude, how many boxers are in the shape that Anthony Joshua was in though, man, honestly, yeah, he's, he, he's yeah. like GSP dude. He's that like specific like, guy. That's like, like a goddamn Greek God. Yeah. That, that's, he's, like, he's, just like, he's just like GSP always was like everyone else yeah. was like in shape, but then you have like that insane type of shape. So Anthony Ruiz jr. Though he's 32 and one, he's got 21 knockouts. 
Um, I mean, but this, here, here's the thing: like Wilder, besides what Fury and a Luis Ortiz, who's he fought that's real good though, bro? He, he knocked out the guy that Joshua. Yeah, but Joshua knocked two. that guy out. Uh, yeah, Wilder did it in like a minute. Wilder did it like a minute. And and Joshua knocked out Klitschko, man. Wilder can't say that. Okay, Klitschko was old as hell. <laughs> oh, where's Klitschko now? Doesn't matter. He he. First of all, Klitschko He's was what, undefeated for. He was a champion for twelve years. Granted, that's when boxing was in the worst state it has ever been in. I give you that, especially the headweight division. But still, yeah. though. But still, though, it comes uh, down to this, though, right? Now, here's my thoughts on it. I agree with you. Wilder and Josh, or excuse me, Wilder and Fury should do the rematch. It should have happened this past fight week when mm-hmm, Wilder mm-hmm. fought the uh, Breland, the last guy that he knocked out. Brazil, Brazil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he should have fought Fury. He didn't fight that guy. He took his soul. He took his soul in front of everybody. He should have fought that guy. <laughs> here's the problem I got. Right. So earlier in the week, Wilder announced that he was going to fight Luis Ortiz next. After Luis Ortiz, you know, me and you talked about it, Art, he turned down two offers to fight Anthony Joshua this weekend as a replacement. And then Wilder comes out and says, I'm going to fight Luis Ortiz next. And then last night, news is broken out that it's going to be Fury Wilder too. Um, so I'm thinking that here's the thing. Yes, Fury should fight again. But come on, dude. Let's be honest, right? Fury should go get a fight or two under his belt, get some good wins. Let's have Joshua and Wilder fight. Unify these belts in, in boxing because there's way too many titles in boxing as it is. There should be – like, come on, dude. There's like five heavyweight titles. Wilder holds one, Joshua holds four. Stop that. Let's get one champion. And then think about it, right? Wilder fights Joshua end of the year. Winner of that fights Fury. It's a win-win. Fury, if, if, Fury, if, if Wilder wins, we get Fury-Wilder too. We get the rematch for all the marbles. If Joshua wins, oh, oh. we get Joshua versus Fury in the United Kingdom in Wembley Stadium in front of 100,000 people, the biggest fight the UK has ever seen. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm looking forward either way, but... You know what it is? You know what it is? The problem with... Uh, oh, sorry, Jordan, I didn't mean to keep uh, interrupting you, but the the problem is, is that boxing with these deals that they have and, like, uh, Fury signed to ESPN and uh, I don't know where Wilder uh, is. Uh, Wilder Showtime, right? And um, Yeah, he's Showtime. It's like, it's and, like and a bunch Josh, of suits getting under, in the way. Um, and Josh was on the same thing that Canelo's under. Yeah, and it's a bunch of uh, the, the zone. Uh, uh, it's, zone. A, it's a bunch of uh, suits in the way of getting these, letting these. Well, guys and, and that and, that, and that's why I know I know Dana gets a lot of criticism at UFC. The fighters don't get paid this and that, but he he does it right when it's under one promotion where you can't have those promoters get involved and everyone's got their hand in the suits, you know, and everyone's get just taking money. So, yeah, right. yeah. Jordan, let me get your, well, let me get your thoughts, man. Um, well, first I was gonna say, um, so everyone everyone listening knows where I'm coming. I'm a Wilder fan, so everything I say will probably come from that standpoint. I'm going to say both um, as you, dude. Give me a break. But, but what, what I was going to say is um, I think they need to do the Fury-Wilder uh, rematch first because, to me, the bigger fight, uh, to me personally, is Wilder versus Joshua. That's the fight everyone's more excited about. I think that they need to do the rematch. and Even if Fury wins, I think – Joshua versus one of those two guys is like the main event fight that people want to see. I think Joshua tonight, like I'll be honest because I don't know the guy he's fighting, but I know Joshua and I know even if he was fighting, <laughs> you know, some, some bum, I would rather, I just want to see the Joshua fight. Yeah. So you're um, going to, you're going to cheer. I think he has way. a show up. I think he has a show up tonight though. I think he can't have like a decision or anything. I think he has to knock this guy it's out. It's going to be dominant performance. It has to be but, devastating I, fashion the way that Wilder did because yeah. <laughs> Wilder, but, that knockout, I'm telling you, he took his soul. That guy is still dead probably. Like he just – here's, 
here's my thought. What since we were talking about how they're all separately on different promotions, who's showing this uh, fight? Are we got to order on Showtime? Which one? Uh, or uh, is it gonna be on ESPN? Well, no, the Fury and Wilder. Yeah. Well, they haven't said because they're saying that's gonna be in the first quarter of 2020. So that's what they they have the rest of this year to figure it out. Well, the way because that's what I'm confused. Here, I know the, the problem I got is is that remember when they did Pacquiao and Mayweather and they did it on both HBO and Showtime. I'm just worried, right. and I, everybody would tell you this that that are boxing fans, right? We want to see the Joshua Wilder fight and this and that. I don't want it to come down to a Floyd and Pacquiao where they're fighting out of their primes, and it's just like, uh, yeah, okay, like maybe. And then, then you have a bunch of what ifs. Well, if it was six years ago when Pacquiao was cleaning house, he would have caught yeah. Floyd and knock him out, or. Or what if, you know, Floyd was more offensive and moved forward? Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? But hopefully we eventually get it. I mean, Joshua's 29, Wilder's 32, I believe. So, I mean, it's not like they're too, too old where we have to worry about it. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I think like Ark said, man, there's too much politics and, like, suits and stuff that are in on boxing, and it just kind of takes yeah. the fun out of the sport, you know? Yeah, because and, – and the thing is, is when's the last time bo- heavyweight boxing was talked about like this? Mike Tyson versus Lennox Lewis, bro. When I was, like, five. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting. It's really exciting time. We have three – we have a three-headed monster uh, for boxing right now. Uh, Fury with a great story, uh, overcoming mental illness. It, it, the, the amount of weight he lost was amazing. We have Deontay Wilder who started fighting because his, uh, for his daughter, which is like a, a great story. And then you have um, the next and, prodigy of her, her yeah, story uh, of Joshua, you know, the Olympic yeah, medalist yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a great time for boxing. I mean, I am a casual boxing fan. I'm not someone who's really uh, deep into boxing the way I am with wrestling or UFC. But it's, it's, it's good. It's a good time to be a boxing uh, to be a, a, a casual boxing fan. Well, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat as you are. I mean, when I, when I watch boxing recently i mean it's either a canelo fight which is a big deal because i got a lot of friends and everything that follow canelo so they're big on him i remember back in the day when like you know oscar would fight or roy jones you'd have some of those fights you'd hear about i was i was invested into him but not much and then of course you we used to catch a mayweather fight because that was always a big deal when mayweather fought um but i'm thinking like i'm hoping for the heavyweight though because we haven't boxing heavyweights are what really talked about when tyson was champion think about it tyson ali george foreman uh joe frazier like all the big names were always the heavyweight champion so as you said man hopefully they can uh they can bring the division back and you get real excited for it yeah Yeah, and i was gonna say i'm a casual fan too um and for me i just feel like this is a good time to be a boxing uh wrestling fan um mma eh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that here in a second right but uh, i do think there's some really good boxing matches coming up and for me i think um not trying to promote any like app or anything but i think like tonight uh you're not having to spend a bunch of money to watch joshua's fight so if you're someone who's just trying to get into watching boxing just spend that little bit of money and watch you know watch this uh, guy who's up and coming who's about to be a big name and I, because I just think like that's what's going to help. Well, it's, the, I think uh, it, I think it's really helped Canelo too. I because Canelo yeah. Canelo got his name out there after he fought Floyd, and then after that is when he really became, you know, he 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 became big outside of the Hispanic community where he he was known before that, and then when he fought Floyd, he became mainstream, and then now it's just like oh everyone's like oh man Canelo versus Triple G like wow that's that's actually a big deal kind of thing. So. I think I agree right. with what Jordan said on that, you know, just check it yeah. out. You know, you pay the $20 for it and you, you know, you get the, the month long thing. I mean, I'll be watching for sure. Cause yeah, I'm, Josh was my favorite heavyweight by, by far. So I'm definitely going to watch. 
Um, and then hopefully, I mean, Wilder Fury fight, Josh was still the champion this time next year, and we're, we're getting ready for the big show. I will, say, I will say this. I am worried that Wilder is fighting Ortiz again. Because that Ortiz fight, he, Ortiz, Ortiz is, is no joke. Ortiz is no joke. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So he is going to fight Ortiz this year, and then, and then he's fighting Fury. Yes, so it's kind of oh, like... Oh, man, so, he, so yeah. he's booked for his next two. Yes, so it's kind of I'm I'm kind of I mean, damn, bro. So he has to get through he has to get through both of them to get to, and then if, eventually if him and Joshua fight, yeah, yeah. So well, I'm ex- I'm assuming Joshua is probably going to fight this year. No, uh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah I think Joshua Joshua's obligated, just like Canelo is Jordan. I think he has to fight twice for right. the contract. So Joshua's obligated again to fight at the end of the year. He'll probably fight in the UK. I'm not sure who, who he's going to fight. Maybe they might run it back with this. Well, no, this guy failed. The Miller guy failed three drug tests, didn't he? So he's going to be suspended. <laughs> so he'll probably fight somebody. I, oh, man. Like, yeah, Luis Ortiz, like you said, or he's old, man, but he's still got that power, though, man. Uh, it takes one punch. And that was called King Kong for a reason. And that date, I mean, to, even to this date, man, that's probably wild. That's probably still wilder. Well, no, the Fury fight was his toughest fight. But, that, but Ortiz gave him a good little run there, man. Yeah, yeah, he took him like uh, to the to the deep end with that one, and uh, well, I mean, he yeah. eventually finished him. But but Ortiz, like I said, Ortiz is no joke. Uh, he he hits hard as hell. You could watch his watch his highlights on YouTube, and you'll be you'll be scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go on to uh, MMA UFC. Now we're gonna talk. We have a fight card next week. We have one going on right now over in Stockholm. Um, yeah, I'm watching it right now. Gus yeah, I got, I got it on. It's, it's, we got we got Gustafson and uh, Anthony Smith. Uh, both guys are coming off losses to John Jones. Um, so I, I don't get excited for 205 at all. That's just my opinion. Um, I know Johnny Walker's up and coming, but as long as John Jones is there, I, I don't see anybody beating him. So I don't get too excited for 205 right now. Um, but let's well, uh, get into UFC 238. Uh, Cejudo, yeah, Cejudo, yeah. <laughs> Cejudo and uh, and Morrow Morale. What, what's what do you what do you guys? I mean, what, what's your prediction on that one? Who do you think? Uh, with that, with that coming fight, I say Cejudo probably takes it by a decision, even though Cejudo is doing a great job of being annoying as hell. Um, uh, with the, with the whole Kurt Angle style gimmick. Um, I mean, Marlon Rice is, is, is no joke though. He's a, he's a beast. So he could finish him. He could hit him with a, he could clip him. But I'd say, I think that Cejudo's, um, uh, wrestling and, and defense will, will play a bigger part into this, uh, into that fight. Go ahead, go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll admit I was a Cejudo fan uh, the last couple of months, but like going on his Instagram stuff, I'm like, man, this guy is super annoying. <laughs> but I'm hoping he wins that fight, um, only because I know TJ is suspended for like a long time. But I want to see them run that fight back, and um, just because I think that's where the line's gonna be at. I don't I think, think they're going to do that fight. again. I thought I thought Cejudo said I thought Cejudo. I saw an interview where he said he'll never fight TJ. Money again. talks, baby. Money talks. That's true. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. But T, um, I mean, I, 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 I honestly, so you guys are picking Cejudo. I'm going the whole opposite. I think he gets knocked out. Because really? everyone, really? everyone forgets, man. Everyone forgets. Shocked. Everyone forgets, man. DJ DJ cleaned him out in one round, man, at 125, and then he got beat by um, Benavides too, man. Oh yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I mean, I, I hope you're and, right. And, I, I and this, and this dude, Morales, so. man, this guy is a tank, man. He's a little, he's a, he's a monster, dude. So yeah, he's, he's, uh, and he he hits heavy handed. So if if Cejudo gets in those exchanges, I I I don't, man. I just think he he could be in some trouble. You know, he's a great fighter. I mean, he took TJ out real quick, even though I mean it was kind of a, it could have been a questionable stoppage, whatever. You know, but that's beyond the point now. 
I mean, Morales is still dangerous in my opinion, though. He's got that. He's got that shot, man. Where I think he'd get caught, and he can just catch him and finish him. And he and Hudo's going up in weight now, you know. Oh yeah, I think I forgot about that. That's it's at, it's at one thirty five. It's not at one twenty five. So we'll see. So though. he probably won't have the speed uh, advantage like he was in the other fight uh, division. Yeah. So and then I then I, I then I don't. I know he he's he's an Olympic gold medalist, so he's a much better wrestler. But I don't. I, don't, I can't see him going to there and bullying uh, Morales. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, hope I, I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Morales' uh, wrestling game is, so, like, I'll have to look into that just to see. But, I've, yeah, I think it, they'll be um, pretty even. Um, it's not a fight that I'm super excited about, but I think uh, it should be interesting. I do. Uh, I actually – Okay. Well, now, the fight that I'm, that I'm most excited for for this was added about a month ago. Um, before we get to the co-main event, of course, Jessica I and Valentina – that's the co-main event. Before we get into that, though, the fight that I think is going to be fight of the night that's going to set up the next lightweight champion contender, Tony Ferguson versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Woo! What do you guys think? Uh, I got Cowboy. I got Cowboy. <laughs> I got Cowboy. I'm, with, I'm rocking with Cowboy on that one, man. I don't think Tony Ferguson should be fighting. I, I don't think so right now. After everything that I've read online about uh, his situation, Tony Ferguson is a monster. That dude is – you can just watch his last fight, and, and that dude is, is a, a, a sick, sick individual when it comes to fighting in the octagon. You're but, going, yeah, see, well, I, I agree with you on the whole with the, with the personal stuff that he went through that maybe he shouldn't be – I mean, he's not maybe mentally stable to fight. But if we're talking on fighting terms, man, I'm, I'm honestly – I'm picking – I'm going um, – I think Ferguson's going to wear Cowboy out. Cowboy's dangerous, don't get me wrong, but I just think Ferguson, man, I think he's just going to – because Ferguson can take shots, and I know mm-hmm. Cowboy can too, but Ferguson kind of reminds me of like a Diaz type, man, where he's going to take those punches, and you got to kill, kill him, man, but he's going to keep coming at you, and that mm-hmm. pace, I think, is going to get the Cowboy, man. That's going to fold him. So I, I'm going I'm, – I'm thinking Ferg finishes – Ferg wins the fight, man. How do, how do you think he wins it? Oh, uh, man, I'm either – I'm going to go decision or I'm going to take a third round, TKO or submission. Okay. I got I got uh, cowboy uh, second round head kick. Jordan, what do you got, man? You got fur? <laughs> um, well, well, as much as cowboy's been dominating the last couple of months, um, Tony to me is just a different animal. I don't like him. I think I'm not a fan of Ferguson, but uh, but I think he's on another level, and I think it, he's gonna submit uh, Cerrone. So you go, you go all right. So you go in third round finish too. Yeah, I think he's gonna rear naked choke. Uh, get rear naked choke. I mean, yeah, and I honestly think man, this round. is because this is that to me. I think it's gonna be fight of the night. It's gonna be firework. First round, they're gonna come out, and I think it's just gonna be yeah. they're gonna be throwing man, and it's just gonna be like, all right, it's gonna be killed or be killed type of fight. You know what I mean? This is a fight for us. This is a fight for the fans, the the real fans of MMA, because this fight is well, the both of them. Fans. You yeah, you know if those two fight, it's if those two are on the card, you know you're gonna get a legit fight. Well, and, and I th- and also I think the winner of the fight is gonna fight the winner of uh, Khabib Poirier. Um, and then I will talk about what, what the future is for the loser of the fight. Give me a second on that, and I'll tell you who the loser is going to fight, um, which I, what I think is going to be in the works. But, Ark, I want to get your opinion on Valentina versus uh, Jessica I. You, you always said Jessica I, man. You told me last year, so she's legit. Now it's on the big stage, man. Does she win or no? She is. I like Jessica I. Jessica I is, I've always been a fan of hers. Um, she, won, she got the title shot on a split decision, which, okay. uh, uh, which could have been questionable. But I will say – uh, Valentina's Shevchenko is on another level, though. It's not going to be. It's going to be a, a a long f- five rounds for Jessica. I feel like. With so this you're fight, picking uh, Valentina five rounds. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Valentina with a unanimous decision because her stand-up is, is probably the – it's probably – it's all up there with Nunez. Nunez, she fought Nunez twice, and I do feel like she was robbed of one of her fights against Amanda Nunez. I think she did beat her on one of the, the, the last fights that they had. Okay. But um, Valentina Shevchenko is is too good on the feet. She's too good. She's too – she's her Muay Thai is, uh, is too – it's too imposing. She Just a guy won't be able to handle it, I don't think. Okay. Jordan, thoughts? Um, no, I agree with Ark. I I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of just guys' fights, um, but I have seen a lot of uh, Valentina's. And I think she's just like – I think this is like her time right now where the, the belt and stuff. And I think she doesn't have like that power punch or anything, but she has solid stand-up. And I just think that this is going to be – a, a big win for her, uh, but it's gonna go. Five yeah, rounds. she I don't she's. See her I mean, she's here. solid when it comes to like kickboxing and Muay Thai. She's got that. She's got that pinpoint actually similar to like a Holly Holm or even a Rose Nunez. Like you know, even like Rose Thug Rose. She has that kind of pinpoint where it's not like all right, cool. Uh, she doesn't have that Nunez cyborg type power where you mm-hmm. can just see her, you know, knock her clean out. I'm thinking a five round decision, um, kind of like strategically GSP style where she just picks her apart on the feet, um, and she just outclassed Jessica I. Jessica I, as you said, it's her first big stage. Um, I, I hope she has a great performance, though, and kind of shows herself out there to all the fans. And then, she's um, been fighting for a long time, man. I've, she's she been in the UFC for a long time. That's what I'm so. saying. Now she's finally getting, like, a tie. This is her first title yeah. shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited crazy. for her. I, I really am. Uh, I'm really excited for her. But I, I, I just think Shevchenko is just another – she's going to be a dominant champion, I feel like, for a while. Now that I say that, just guys probably going to knock her out in, like, the first round. Yeah, but dude, I do think... you, you, you both are – I'm the worst MMA predictor yeah, no, ever. Yeah, your your MMA predictions are almost bad as Paul Pierce's NBA predictions. <laughs> uh, I agree 100%. I, all right, so let me, I have let me, lost let me, every main event. Let me um, – all right, so a couple more things here on uh, on UFC. Um, so a lot of the upcoming fights, uh, of course, we won't get into full, full details of them um, just because we'll, we'll break those down when time comes. But after this one, we have um, the big fight in July. Uh, it's like, of course, it's Nunez, Holly Holm, uh, you know, Mazadoff and uh, Ben Askren. Um, John Jones defending the belt against Tiago Santos. Month after that, it's going to be uh, DC and Stipe are running it back uh, for the rematch. And of course, the co-main event is going to be Nate Diaz taking on Anthony Pettis, so the return of Diaz. September is Khabib Poirier, and then October is looking like in Australia, it's going to be for the middleweight title, Style Bender versus Robert Whitaker. Are you guys, uh, you guys excited for what's coming up in the UFC? I'm really excited. I think that uh, these next couple of months are going to be. Uh, I, I, I I love the UFC. I think that they they do wrestling better than wrestling does sometimes. I feel like. <laughs> and um, and right uh, now, I mean, there's a lot of fighters that, of course, that are that are nothing's announced yet. I mean, we're, we're still waiting on you know Colby and uh, Kamar Uzma. I mean, it's still a fight that that's got to be booked. Uh, we know that's that's going to be in the works sooner. I mean, probably in the fall as well too. So I mean, there's still fights that are that haven't really been announced yet that I'm that I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah. What do you think, Jordan? No, I'm excited for all those card uh, fights you just announced. Um, I, being like my birthday in June, I always like want the big fights yeah. in June, but they never are. So it's it's typically like we have a smaller card and then. We have the huge oh, and then, for July. And then I totally forgot card. about I and made like, a mad disrespect to uh, Max Holloway and Frankie Edgar. That's the fight card. That's UFC two forty end of July. I, I totally forgot about that card. I, that was my bad. 
No, it, like like uh, you're saying, like these are like huge fights coming up. Um, I'm excited for a Fourth of July. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Uh, man, I hate saying that because you know how that goes. Uh, people well, and they are out, and it, well, well, they if moved. It, if it um, stays like that, that car was they moved Francis and Dos Santos to a fight night uh, the week before because that car was so stacked, man. Yeah, that car was so stacked. <laughs> I was so excited for that fight, man. Oh, dude, uh, I, that fight's gonna oh be. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I really hope Francis puts him down in one, dude. I think he will. I think. Uh, I, I think he will. Francis and Garner, I think. I think once DC leaves heavyweight, I think. I think Francis will be champion by the end of next year. Well, I, I think. I, yeah, I, I think. I think. So. Well, we'll we'll see. Um, DC and uh, Stipe. I'm looking forward to the rematch. I think it's gonna be Stipe's gonna come out a little bit different, and I think. Um, hmm. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna push pace on DC this time. DC, the future of him, man. It's like I know he's fighting Stipe. He's probably not gonna get that Brock fight. It looks like Brock will not. Probably he's not gonna be coming back to UFC. So I'm maybe yeah. thinking maybe DC's last fight. Um, I don't know if he'll fight Francis. If Francis does win the next Dos Santos fight, he's got a clear cut to the to the next contendership. Um, I mean, I know I know Dana and the UFC want the money maker. They might want to try to do uh, John Jones and DC. I don't know if DC should go back to 205 though, man. I think Jones will run through him there. Honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Jones is going to have to move up if he's going to want that fight. I don't know if DC's going to. Uh, yeah, and I, I mean, honestly, again. if DC was to beat Cipe and then John Jones moves up and we get, and then John Jones beats DC at heavyweight and becomes the double champ, could you imagine a Francis Nagano and John Jones fight? <laughs> That'd be insane. But hey, let me ask you this. What's what's a better uh, heavyweight division right now, boxing or UFC? Well, I mean, boxing has the three big names, right? They got the three big guys. Outside of that, I mean, it's kind of like it's guys that are trying, that are up and coming, are trying to prove themselves. Where UFC, you got DC, who's a former light heavyweight champion. Stipe was probably maybe the greatest heavyweight champion in the modern day era because he's defended it more than everybody. Francis Nagano, who's an assassin, right? And then you still have. I mean, you still got veteran fighters that are out there, like a Dos Santos or Alistair Overeem. But and then, of course, John Jones. If he is to move up, man, you can't. I mean, that's that's a, that's a tough division right there. I, I don't know. To be, I, I can't answer. I don't know. <laughs> you know, after you said that, still, I'm about to go still, you because I don't, I don't see like, like uh, I don't see mind. someone that's running through the heavyweight division in boxing to be like, oh man. This besides the champions, oh man, this guy could really, um, he could really take Wilder and Fury and Joshua out, man. You know, I don't see like like a Francis type, you know, that's in, right. in boxing right now that I can see, that I can really say that. So I still have to give maybe the the, the, the nod to UFC. Yeah, all right, yeah, same here. So I have here actually saved on my phone the last. Let me see here. This is from the start of May. I've had people ask me, casual fans, just basic, you know, fans of, you know, that watch, I like to watch big UFC fights. I have nine people that have asked me. I've kept track, and I'm going to ask your guys' opinion. What is the future of the biggest star of all time in the UFC? Conor McGregor. He broke his hand recently in sparring. He's got the whiskey business taken off right now. Does Conor fight ever again, Ark? Yes or no? Yeah, I'll fight again. Uh, he's going to fight, fight again. again. Okay. Fight the, I think uh, what you were going to uh, lead to earlier, I think he's going to fight the loser of uh, Cowboy and uh, Ferg. That's what I'm that. sold on. I'm sold he's yeah. going to fight the loser of that fight. I honestly do not see them booking automatic rematch with Khabib and Connor. I think Khabib has laid out his next four to five fights, what his schedule is. He wants to fight. 
I think the winner of Cerrone Ferguson will fight Khabib. Our Poirier, I can't write Dustin off yet. He's still a solid fighter. Um, I really honestly think, though, that I could see Connor fighting the loser. I could see him fighting Diaz again if Diaz gets by Pettis. And then if he beats Diaz and wins his next two fights, then I could see him fighting Khabib again a third time. Jordan, thoughts? Yeah, I, I definitely think he's going to fight again. It's like we, uh, you were just saying about Connor. He has uh, those businesses and stuff. Dude loves money. <laughs> uh, Dana gives him enough money, which he will. He's going to fight again. I, I I really don't know if he'll ever fight Khabib again, um, but I'm 100% positive that he's going to yeah, fight Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he'll probably fight um, um, at the fall. He, he even said himself that he wants to either the end of summer or beginning of fall fight again. So I definitely see um, – I see, a, I see a fight of him on the horizon. I know one of the reasons, I guess, that uh, maybe Brock did not come back to UFC was the ESPN deal and the pay-per-view shares and stuff like that, the, the part of the percentage they get. I think me and Art talked about when I was in Florida. I think Connor has to have a guaranteed contract type of money thing where he'll come back. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, he uh, money yeah, talks. I and, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just concerned because it doesn't seem like – with the, with this the ESPN deal, it doesn't seem like it would be beneficial for Connor to come back because it's almost like, uh, from what I've uh, heard from listening to other podcasts and stuff, for people that are in the industry, it seems like they, ESPN is paying UFC like a rate of if they sold half a million buys already. So wow, really? Yeah, like it, it, I don't know the exact facts of it. Obviously, we're not in the industry; we're just uh, spitballing here. But it just seems like. Why would Connor – Connor better not come back to fight if it's not, you know, if he's not paid the way he should be. Well, I, I, but, think, I think knowing Connor and how much money he's made and how much he's made for that company as well too, I mean, we, we talk about how much he's um, – I mean, look at, look at his draws. I mean, what? He's got the – he's got what for the, the five biggest fights ever in UFC history, and he has the second highest grossing combat sports event ever out of UFC in Boston with the Mayweather fight. He's made so much money. So I think he's just like, yo, I'm not coming back to fight for a million dollars. Like we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to come to the table and we're going to negotiate. And I think Dana knows that, you know what I mean? That's why Connor doesn't rush into these fights real quick, like he used to. And I know all the hardcore MMA marks, you know, all the big purists and everything get all mad at him. Oh, he should, he should, you know, this and that. Why should he? He's got over 120 million to his name. Why should he rush back to fight for 800000 or a million dollars? You know, like, it's, is it worth it? Absolutely not. For him, probably not. <laughs> if I'm Connor, I'm going the Fedor route where I'm just like co Well, that, that's one thing I think, too, on. that he wants to co-promote as well. And now I think like Art was saying, the ESPN deal <clears throat> UFC got involved with, I think that might kind of negate him from doing that. But I still think that he'll, he'll work some type of deal out where – He's going to get a guaranteed contract, you know? Yeah. Well, if I'm ESPN, the it's whole thing's not even signing that contract. <laughs> it's just Connor. So you're doing whatever you can to get I mean, I think you have to. Like you, I mean, you have to push for it. Maybe not. I mean, him and Khabib, I think they could work towards that. Obviously not right now. It's not going to happen. Um, but I think you can you could work towards that. If Khabib stays undefeated and is still the champion and Connor, you know, gets back to – on his winning ways, um, I, I definitely could see that that fight happening because I mean that's that's definitely the money maker if they do the rematch, you know. So I mean, only right. time will tell. I mean, as Ark was saying, I'm 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 kind of excited for these UFC fights coming up. Hopefully, no one pulls out, no one gets hurt, 
and we have legit wood. fight. Oh, dude, yeah. Because I mean, T Wood had already started. He got he pulled out and had to miss his fight with with Robbie Lawler coming up. I was looking forward to that fight too. Um, yeah, man, uh, that that was a fight I was really looking forward to because I feel like uh, obviously Robbie Lawler is going to bring it every time. But uh, Woodley, man, like I I, I want to see him hopefully climb his way back to the welterweight title because Woodley. People could say that uh, I know he wasn't probably the most popular champion to a lot of people, but Willie was legit, man. Willie was before he uh, Usman uh, kind of like dominated him. He was he was a great champion. Everyone they put in front of him, he he, he beat him easily. Well, like, yeah, with with I agree with you on that. Yeah, T. Wood, I got mad respect for him. Um, I, I honestly though, I think this loss could help him too if he wants to get that fire back too to kind of get it under him. And I I'm actually now I am so much more interested, hyped for a Colby Covington Kamaru Usman fight though than I am Colby and, and T Wood in my opinion. I mean I, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a that that's gonna remind me of like a I WWE am, yeah. style fight where the trash talking and like an old school Chael Son and Anderson Silva when they used they kinda went at it back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Usman and that's gonna kinda remind me of that type of fight. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of very, very excited uh for that, you know? So I mean we'll look forward to it. We'll look forward to it. Um I know uh I got. I want to plug one more thing real quick. Uh, game two tomorrow night, NBA Finals. Man, is everyone here going for the Raptors? All day. <laughs> Jordan, All you going day. Raptors? <laughs> All right. Yeah, so let's get these game. guys out of here. Uh, hey, if we got if we got sweet, hey man, man it's gonna be, be tough. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm. The hearts tell me I'm, I'm cheering. I'm pulling for the Raptors. I have a feeling though the Warriors can still pull it off in like six games. Yeah. But yeah. I, I really I got to be honest though. Yeah. I think it comes down to uh, if KD comes back though. You know what I mean? I think if, if KD yeah. comes back, because if not, man, they were shutting yeah. Curry down the other night and they weren't really getting. I mean, dude, and Siakam was just bodying Draymond, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, Siakam definitely uh, showed out that game one. I mean, he. Uh, we got to have Kyle Lowry. Kept... Man. Kyle Lowry's got to step up. Uh, more. Uh... Two words that have never been spoken. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is. He is not. He is inconsistent, man. I'm. Uh, uh, I have not. I've watched every playoff game uh, as much as I can. You know, uh, trying to keep up with having a a, a life. You know, <laughs> and um, Kyle, Kyle Lowry, like he just. I don't know what's going on with him, and he's he's an all star, isn't he? And he like he was like what was he like three points last week or whatever last game. Uh, nah, he ended, I think he ended with what, five, think, he had like five points. He ended up, I mean, he okay. ended up with five points, 10 assists. He fouled out. The thing with Lowry though, I, I'll give him, I'll give him this. He, offensively, he didn't show up and they need that for him if they're going to win the championship. But I'll give himself, I'll, I'll, he was the reason though that they played good defense on Curry though. They got Curry set in those traps and they did a great job with that. Um, him and Gasol. Curry had like 30 points though, no? What's up? Curry had like 30 points, though, I thought. Yeah, when you take 23 pointers, you're obviously, and you're going to make 10 of them, you're going to have 30 points. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what, look, 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 oh, right? Yeah. I, I've been trying to say this about, about Steph Curry. Yes, he's one of the greatest point guards of all time. He has all this. He's probably the greatest pure shooter of all time. But he's not the best all-around point guard because all he does is throw up three-pointers. That's it. That's all he does. I, I don't see him. Um, I don't see him facilitating like a Kyrie Irving or a Chris Paul type, man. I just don't see it. Uh, backing up real quick to Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, I won't be that. <laughs> oh, guy. oh man! Um, like, man. like, like I just want to say, like, like for me, I'm kind of bummed that DeRozan has to watch uh, Lowry with a uh, Leonard get if they get a ring, get a ring. When I felt like he was the one who was a lot better on that team. 
Um, I was watching game one. I'm like, oh yeah, trust me, me. I, I couldn't on. believe that he was just. Um, he had he like, had great look, opportunities, man. I'm like, dude, come on. Here, here's my thing. Um, and this is like I'm going for the Raptors, but I'm like almost like seventy percent uh, sure the Warriors are a win because okay, um, you have one guy in the Raptors do good one night, and then Leonard could do good another uh, game. But if man, if one or two of those guys aren't doing good. <laughs> There's no one else on that team who I'm like, they're going to drop 40 points or like 30 points. Like Gasol's not going to uh, do that. Neither is um, like, like I can't think of anyone that, like Lowry isn't going to do that. We're on the Warriors. Um, Curry, he did good, but he can even do uh, better on those games. Like you said, if, obviously if they get KD, they're going to um, just win the series. But also uh, Clay Thompson, he can have a night where he just goes off. So it's just one of those things where, I feel like a lot more guys in the Warriors have and, and better nights here, here, than, those, uh, than guys in the Raptors. Two things as well, too, that I've been – that I think a lot of people, man, aren't giving Toronto the respect. Toronto's a great defense. They're a good basketball team, man. Like, they they, they yeah, were down 2-0 against the Bucks, the number one seed, the best team in basketball with the record this year, and they won four straight on Milwaukee. They play good defense, and they yeah. – they you know what I'm saying? And they, and they show up now. Where they should take more advantage of, they got to get, they got to, I think if they want to beat the Warriors, because the Warriors right now, KD's not playing, but their biggest weakness is down in the paint. Andrew Bow gets washed. Cousins was gassed out after two, two possessions in the game. I don't know why Steve Kerr's playing him. He was already gassed at the free throw line. And then, and Looney's, Looney's good. He's still real green though. And I don't think he's, he's not like a dominant force. So if I'm Gasol, Serge Ibaka, I'm going to feed the paint, man. And I'm just going to, dude, just, Take it over that way. Like Siakam was doing. He was attacking them. You know what I mean? He was amazing, man. His performance on right. uh, the other day was on, on, thir- on uh, what was it, Thursday night? Well, was, yeah, uh, and, and, that, and that's what amazing. the Raptors are going to need, man, because you, they want – I mean, yeah, Kawhi's the guy, but it's like, okay, we can't have – Kawhi's going to play 40, 45 minutes, but it's like, yeah, he's your number one, but we got to have a supporting cast, though, to get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Danny mm-hmm. Green, Kyle Lowry, like some of these guys just got to make shots as well, too, to help him out. So – like I said, I, I I mean, if the Raptors pull it off, man, that that's gonna be. I hope I hope if they do, man, Kawhi gets his ring. Oh, you know, that. he gets he gets his two hundred million dollar max deal. He stays in Toronto, and then the Warriors just implode, and they all blame Durant for it, and then he takes off. Because <laughs> you know that's what the, you know you know you know Warrior fans, and everyone's gonna blame Durant if he doesn't play in the series and they lose. <laughs> uh. So I mean. We'll see game two tomorrow night. What are you guys' predictions? Game two? Are you going – you think Raptors win this one or the Warriors bounce back? So you got Raptors. Oh, got Raptors. okay. What do, you, what do you got, Art? Uh, the, the Raptors have the biggest uh, uh, weapon of all at home. Uh, oh, Drake, you know what I mean? So, uh, so, I think, <laughs> so I think I think that the Raptors, uh, in a close game, they win. But then the Warriors win three in a row. Whoa, so you're, so you're picking – so you're doing – you're yeah, picking Raptors go up 2-0. They lose both in – they lose both in Oracle. Game five back in Toronto, the Warriors win, and then it goes back to game six and Warriors close them out? Uh, either they close them out or, or goes seven? game seven. I'll be honest, though, seven. dude, if it goes seven, though, and it, come, you gotta, it goes seven, it comes back to Toronto, I think Toronto wins yeah. that series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, Jurassic it, it, Park, Drake, he'll put a free concert on, man, get everybody hyped, man. Yeah, I uh, I love watching Drake uh, piss everyone off. All the idiots on uh on first take. What did he and, say uh, when he was like he was like username Draymond shouldn't wear twenty three. 
love it. I love it. I, I love the hate that Drake gets. Uh, it's uh, it's like that Roman Reigns heat. You know what I mean? Everyone, everyone hates you because you're the best. You know. Roman Reigns heat, man. Did you guys hear? All right, one, one more thing, real quick. You guys hear Mark Jackson the other night was saying about a lot of people were saying that the NBA would be in trouble with the finals this year um, because LeBron was not there and the ratings were down. Um, do you guys, I mean, what do you think though? State of the NBA? I mean, you, you do you still think it's good or, I mean, do you think that, you know, LeBron needs to be in that, in that, you know, as the number one guy, like, what do, what do you guys think? Well, um, me personally, I think it was like, I would love to see LeBron back in the championship but at the same time. I wish we would just got to the playoffs because I think the playoffs hurt because I agree. LeBron I agree with was that. not in the playoffs. Um, but but I, I personally think, like, the way it is now with uh, Leonard, like, just think, uh, Kawhi is a huge star, I feel like, because LeBron wasn't there in the playoffs this year. I feel like Greek Freak became a bigger star because he had that uh, – because they needed well, more that, stars. Well, that's what I was, that's um, what I was hoping LeBron that, you know, Harden and the Rockets would get further and you'd have, like, you know, Greek Freak, Harden, and, you know, Kawhi on display. Because, I mean, what, LeBron's got, what, maybe five years of the most left? And after, after he's gone, it's going to be like, yeah, it's going right. to be like a Michael Jordan thing where it's like, man, we got a great league. We might be lacking that one super, superstar. So I'm glad some of these other guys are actually really getting to show out, man, and really show that, all right, cool, the future of the league is going to be good, you know? And, and real quick, um, just because of what you're saying, I personally don't even feel like it's LeBron that's hurting the ratings. I feel like the Warriors, with the roster they have, is hurting the ratings. Because, <laughs> like, like, you guys, you probably didn't even have to watch – like, how many Warrior uh, playoff series uh, games did you guys watch? The only one I watched. Because, the only one I watched. Uh, you the knew only, that they were already the going to win this series. The only Warrior series I watched was the Rockets, just because I'm a James Harden fan. That was it. Yeah. I watched. I, didn't, I watched the Blazers. I didn't, I, didn't watch, right. I didn't watch the Portland one. After I was like, nope. I'm, I was like, I knew Portland wasn't going to beat him. I just knew it. And then I didn't watch the Clippers one either. I mean, the Clippers put up. They actually did better than what I thought they would. But I didn't. I, I didn't watch any of that series though. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Right. So for me, it's not even like LeBron. Uh, like I never thought him being there or not being there was as much as the issue. It's just like we had to have more competitive balance. The craziest just, thing with me about the whole with LeBron, dude, is like looking at it right now. Right, he's not in the finals this year, dude. He made eight straight NBA finals, bro. What is that? He ran the East for eight straight years, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. And some of those teams he took to the some of the teams that were in the finals, like when he had remember he had Mozgov and Matthew Delladova on his team. Oh, man, go back to that team, uh, the original Cavs. Oh, you're talking about when it was uh, Larry Hughes and Mo Williams, Algaskis, Drew Gooden? (laughs) Yeah, he took that team. I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting, um, you know, for the NBA going forward. Of course, we've got draft coming up in about three weeks, Uh, Zion and all the guys that are getting drafted. So that's going to – I'm looking forward to that too. Um, So we'll see, man. Well, hopefully the Raptors pull it off tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Yes, so uh, that should wrap up for today, guys. Uh, I'm thinking um, next week, uh, if anybody's listening, we're going to go with uh, – I'm, I'm thinking Mount Rushmore's next week, guys. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. You hey, guys are ready? All right, let's so do it. We'll, we'll do a um, – uh, we'll, we'll talk in the week, and we'll get a, we'll get a breakdown of how we're going to do it. Um, we'll do, like, overall different eras and stuff too. Um, Jordan uh, Labriola will be back with us next week as well, so – I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be a fun one, Mount Rushmore's. All right, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so, um, all right, fellas, I'll uh, talk to you guys next time then. All right, guys, uh, kiss, 
Kiss my ass, Dave Meltzer. All I'll right. uh, see you guys later, okay? My watch has ended. <laughs> my watch has ended. My watch has ended.